John Muir Show, 1018 a.m. Uh, had a chance earlier today to catch up with U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services, Alex Azar. Here's what he had to say. Secretary Azar, thank you very much for your time today. How you doing? John, it's uh, great to be with you, and I'm excited to be in Green Bay for the first time ever. <laughs> well, we're very happy to have you here in Northeast Wisconsin. Hope you enjoy your time in our neck of the woods. Now, before we get to discussing the latest on the Wuhan virus, I wanted to start with some of the news that we'd gotten yesterday, some terrific news for the Trump administration. A federal judge has decided to uphold a plan that requires hospitals and health providers to be transparent with their medical pricing. A huge win, as I noted, for the administration and really a huge win for the American people as a whole. Absolutely. You know, uh, President Trump and I, uh, for the first time in history, uh, we demanded that hospitals provide publicly what are their prices, what are their list prices, but also importantly, what are the real prices that they have negotiated that you would pay. And they need to provide that in an accessible format to you, the patient. And the hospitals disgustingly sued the president to try to stop. They were trying to conceal their prices. And yesterday, a federal district judge gave a historic ruling completely vindicating the president's efforts to bring transparency to the healthcare system. And I'll tell you, President Trump has said this is this is bigger than healthcare. What he means by that is he and I both think this is even bigger than the issue of Obamacare because this impacts all 330 million Americans. This is this is going to be a lasting legacy across healthcare that puts you the patient in the driver's seat you will be able to make choices, but also it will unleash technology and consumer empowerment. I mean, you'll be able to actually shop for healthcare services, driving prices down and driving quality up in ways that we have not seen because of the poor but untransparent behaviors in healthcare for decades. Mm -hmm. Well, I personally know people who have not been willing to go to the hospital just because they don't know what the prices are for various procedures. They're afraid of what sort of bill they might get in the mail. So uh, terrific, terrific news here for uh, the United States and, of course, uh, your administration in doing a great job pursuing this relentlessly. Uh, As I noted, as we're being joined by Secretary Alex Azar of U.S. Health and Human Services, I I do want to discuss The China virus, Uh, of course, here in the state of Wisconsin, we were fortunate that back in mid-May, we had a ruling from our constitutionalist majority at our state Supreme Court that allowed our state to reopen. Unfortunately for folks in other parts of the United States, it's not the same story. There are still various shutdowns and lockdowns in place to different degrees. And in a lot of cases, you still have government officials at the state level, at the local level, trying to make some of these people who are against these lockdowns and shutdowns feel bad and trying to call those people selfish for saying that they want the state's economy to reopen so that they can get back to work, they can get back to providing for their families. And, of course, in reality, there's nothing wrong with someone saying that they want to be able to provide for their families. But but even when it's framed that way, you know, this whole uh, it, it's, it's a discussion between uh, public health and the economy. That's that's how so many people framed it. And this show's been saying all along, uh, no, that, that's not the real choice that we're looking at right here. Uh, you can work to maintain public health and also try and uh, maintain some semblance of a prosperous economy. As you've also noted, it's not just the economy 
that's been hindered by these various lockdowns and shutdowns we've seen in recent months. I, it's also been public health that's been hindered because there there have been other aspects of public health that have been neglected as this sole focus has been placed in various places on combating this one virus. That, that's absolutely right. So you, you framed one of the issues as health versus the economy, and I agree with you. The president agrees with you. Uh, because of his historic response, um, we have the tools to get back to work, to get back to school. But then, as you noted, we also have the tools to get back to health care because I think of it as health versus health. Yes, we're working to protect ourselves against this, this disease. But while we're doing so, we're also having a tremendous and immediate health consequence. You know, here in the Green Bay area, colonoscopies and mammograms are down 90 percent. Joint replacements down over 90 percent. Primary care visits fell 75%. We're not getting cancer screening. Our emergency room visits are dropping. Literally, people are not going to the ER for heart attacks and strokes. Um, I got to see that in Michigan, and I'm sure when I'm at the Bellin Memorial Hospital today, I'm going to see it today, um, which is we're not getting the care that we need, and that has a real health consequence. And it's safe to re-engage in healthcare. It's safe to go to hospitals. They have screenings and they'll protect you. Um, but we've also got to get back to work and school and we have the tools to do it thanks to President Trump. Yeah, I don't know what good it's going to do someone if they die from cancer that was not detected because they couldn't get screenings. I, I, I don't know what good it's going to do them that they, they didn't get infected with or die from the China virus if they end up dying from something else. Obviously, we can't just ignore every other medical condition over this one medical condition. And I'm glad there are some people in power who recognize that. As we're being joined here on the John Muir Show by U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services, Alex Azar, and you've probably heard it, I've certainly heard it, there are some folks out there who are talking about the potential of a second wave of the virus coming through in the United States which here in Wisconsin we find quite interesting because uh, contrary to a lot of the predictions we heard from our Democrat governor and his administration, there was never a first wave in the state. Things were never anywhere close to being as bad as they promised us that they would be. So it's kind of difficult to imagine a second wave when you haven't had the first wave. But but there are folks who are talking about if we do have more problems with this virus going forward, that we're going to have to repeat the lockdowns and the shutdowns that we've seen in various parts of the United States in recent months. And I want to get your take on that because from what I've seen, there is no way that's sustainable. The first set of lockdowns, which were largely seen here in Wisconsin as a massive overreaction, they greatly crippled our state's economy. And I can't imagine the people of the Badger State having to go through that again. Well, so first, in terms of where we stand, you know, nationwide, we have fatalities, and any fatality is a terrible thing, but our fatality level in the United States is now at the lowest level in two months. For over two weeks now, we've had fewer than 1,000 deaths per day. Our hospitalizations from COVID are down to the lowest level in two months. We have a much greater understanding of the severity and mortality profile of this disease. And what it tells us is, um, if you are 80 years of age or older, you are very much at risk. If you are 65 and older and have three comorbid conditions, such as hypertension, um, heart disease, uh, obesity, uh, obesity, 
end-stage renal disease, these are conditions that put you very much more at risk. Others are not at that kind of risk of hospitalization and fatality. And that's what President Trump has delivered, is this kind of knowledge. And then a, a six-part strategy that if we do see a resurgence of disease, and yes, we're seeing, we're seeing a lot more cases being identified in certain parts of the country now. Some of that is undoubtedly from testing because we're seeing the positive testing rates going down um, in, in many places, even as their cases go up. That says they're testing many, many people. The average age of people who are getting COVID and being diagnosed is decreasing nationwide. And the younger you are, the less likely to have severe complications. But our tools are, first, surveillance. Second, testing. The president's delivered historic testing, global, the global leader in testing. Third, you contain, you contact trace, you isolate those who are infected. Fourth, you make sure your health system has capacity and supplies and resilience. Fifth, you do what President Trump has done with uh, delivering, um, uh, delivering therapeutics. We're already delivering those. And then six, vaccines through Operation Warp Speed, uh, bringing vaccines, hundreds of millions of vaccines by the beginning of next year. So uh, we've got the tools to deal with this, but we can re-engage work, school, healthcare, our communities, worship. Um, we can do that and do that in ways that are safe, uh, but we have to always look at that individual profile. What's our circumstance? Circumstance of our family members, circumstance in our community. Is there a lot of disease spreading um, as there is not really here in Green Bay, say? Um, and then what type of activity are you going to engage in? We greatly appreciate uh, the time and insight earlier today of Alex Azar, again, the U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services. And if you want more of my thoughts, uh, the latest on the China virus, including yesterday's uh, Democrat-led House Committee hearing with uh, self-discredited Tony Fauci, uh, go to the John Muir Show podcast page of any of our station websites after today's program. Listen back to today's first segment from WTAQ. It's 1028. When you have a case IH, there's more than just a tractor working